This many is in Michigan, Detroit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Detroit, yeah. Michigan, right? Yeah. <laughs> the Lions, uh, the Detroit Lions, are absolutely fucking terrible this season. I don't think I've ever seen worse football in my entire life. I absolutely think that they're going fucking 0 16. They are just bad. The Lions went 0 16 and 08. Even though the Lions went 4 12. The Lions fucking straight up took a fucking shit. A stinky, disgusting shit. What is the problem? Ooh, Stafford's fault. Staff has no pass protection. Dude, they fucking pulled Staff. It's the fucking coaching. The fact the Ford's on it. Ford Field. You can't blame the refs. There's been some questionable games where the officiating came into play. Not necessarily been in favor of the Lions. Watching this team get screwed unfairly week after week. These motherfucking refs. Us. I feel like you could almost rely on uh, the officials fucking with any Calvin Johnson touchdown. The Calvin Johnson rule. The Matt Stafford, Calvin Johnson combination. Stafford, Calvin Johnson, they started gelling together. Megatron, DeAndre Levy, that's my boy. Jim Bob Cooter, Theo Riddick, do you see him? you see my man Riddick going on? We had Hanson for so fucking long. Solid kicker in NFL history, that guy. Now we got Prater. He can kick the fuck out of that ball. Making the right adjustments, man. Oh, I love Jim Caldwell. What a way to fuck up a bunch of good momentum yeah. going with the team. Fire the fucking coach that got you into the fucking playoff. <laughs> Calvin Johnson is hanging it up. Ready to burn this motherfucking Stafford jersey too, man. People are saying he doesn't have the leadership qualities. And then I start seeing the fucking same old Lions, SOL. Same old Lions. Fuck the SOL. Same old Lions. I feel sorry for the season ticket holders. They're the people affected the most. Dude, I don't know what happened. Did you guys watch the Detroit Lions? Lions, bitch. Managed to make it into the playoffs. Something that they rarely do. They lost that game, of course. Typical Lions bullshit. How about winning a fucking playoff? Off game first. They'll do it again, man. They'll get to them playoffs again. I'm hopeful. Talking about my beloved Lions, we got a new quarterback and uh, we got a new head coach. His name is Dan Campbell. This is a menacing, scary fucking guy. He's got the locker room. His guys are with him. We got some new weapons, it looks like. You watch any of that uh, Detroit Lions fucking hard knocks yet? HBO's hard knocks. Drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm not drinking That's the right. Kool-Aid yet. I see it on the table. It's right there. The rah-rah shit for these Lions and Dan Campbell. Yeah, is full yeah. fact here in Detroit. My prediction that the Lions only win in three games and finish dead last still stand. I think our defense needs some work. I'm not sure how much longer I can fucking take these calls and, and rules during these fucking Lions games. I can't do it. It's not even fun anymore, dude. Motherfuckers were absolutely done. You know what's killing me? This motherfucking Lions. It's bad enough that I have to fucking endure the Lions week after week already. How about these fucking Lions over the weekend, man? Did you watch your shit? Troy versus everybody, Mike. There's only so much a man can take before he's broken. Look at me, NFL. Look at me. I'm a fucking broken fucking man. Constant negative emotion. Life is way too fucking short for that shit. The Detroit Lions are basically the swimming level of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Nintendo game. And I'd break controllers and I'd yell. That's how these fucking Detroit Lions are making me fucking feel. The Lions, to me, they're actually like the one that got away. You want to hate that person. The one that got away for what they did to you for all those years, you know? Supporting something that caused me so much pain and anger and never fully panned out. It was easy as fuck for me to turn my back. Him. Now my fucking blood is boiling all over again. They were seeming to pull things together. They've pulled their cocks out of each other's asses. They're actually trying to make a uh, playoff push here. They gotta win a playoff game for Congrats them. to the uh, Detroit Lions, too. They've got a playoff game at home coming up soon. All right. Uh, exciting shit for us uh, fans here in that dirty-ass district. Oh! I have dreamed a dream. But now that dream is real for me. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Fake Ass Radio Show. I'm Podbean. I am your host, Scav B. The show is brought to you 
by Sheila Ford and Brad Holmes. Get the fuck out of their way and let them cook. Mm-mm. Mm. Try some today. Coming up in the next half hour, it's Lions Playoff Talk, baby. That's right. Today is finally the day. But first, I got to introduce Rhino. What up, Rhino? Hey. You good? Yo, man. What an epic intro, dude. I got goosebumps, man. That shit was awesome, dude. You killed that shit. Woo, thank you. Thank you. Dude, like, you fucking killed that shit. Oh, my God. I couldn't. Dude, that was awesome. That, that was such a great intro, man. Uh, I, yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm reeling from that thing. Dude, that was awesome. Hell yeah. I am glad you enjoyed it, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's real. It's real, the yeah, uh, Detroit man. sports fans. It's yeah. good to have you back, yeah. number one, I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, Oof. fuck all that Raiders shit. Oh, and- my God. <laughs> After 30-odd years, man, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, it's been a long time and we've all been waiting for this. Like, I've never really, you know, other than some Barry shit, which he was the most exciting player in the league. And then you saw some Stafford and Calvin shit that was amazing, too. But nothing compares to this. Like, it it just doesn't get any better than this. Finally winning that playoff game, man. Finally. When we last left you, lovely audience, they were slated to play that game they have won it the drought is over there was a lot of people picking the rams to win that game oh just the way that they came into the playoffs they had you know gone on to a win streak and all that and you know what the lions did what they had to do they overcame some bad calls and uh you can throw that sol shit out the fucking door it's gone there you go i agree wholeheartedly that's right the drought is fucking over playoff game one yeah and uh here we are we got to do an emergency episode tonight because we just can't contain our excitement (laughs) yeah yeah and i'll tell you yeah that lions ballers intro it could have been fucking 15 minutes long dude i said so much about this team throughout the years a lot of hurting up here man and then this Fucking cold, snowy, uh, overcast area. I've been beaten down and battered by this team for decades. You can hear it in my voice. It's been a, yeah, yeah. You were broken. You were broken. It's been a rough ride, man. It's been a rough ride for me. It's been a rough ride for this team this past thirty years, man. I mean, what they they seemingly haven't beaten good teams until this season, right? They haven't beaten playoff teams in a hot minute. Right, right. You're exactly right. Stafford had an awful record against teams that were 500 and above. Oh, it was he ass. Did. It was ass. Absolute ass. You can blame that on all sorts of things, but yeah. I think at the end of the day, we saw the reason why Stafford didn't work. The reason why they won that fucking Super Bowl is everything went right for them. If you look at that fucking... Tampa Bay team that they played that offensive line was decimated and Tom Brady was playing with a fucking uh, half a deck a third of a deck yep. in that playoff game and they barely won that shit championships are championships yeah luck plays into it sometimes you know a lot of the times it does play into it oh yeah staff no matter out. what I think staff and, and, lucked and, out. and they earned it they got it done so you know I'm not trying to take anything away from it But when the chips are down, you know, sometimes that's what sucks so much is like this guy's got so much arm talent 
But what the fuck, man? Like, you saw it last week. You know, Tyler Higby gets hurt. You know, they don't convert. For a team that was supposedly so awesome on offense, they went 0-3 in the red zone. They kicked field goals. They didn't score any touchdowns. And when you talk about two guys, two guys in Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, you know, those two wide receivers, right. which our secondary has been awful. I mean, you saw C.D. Lamb get his. You saw Justin Jefferson get his mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From, from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You saw those cats get theirs. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you saw even Puka Nakua had like fucking 180 yards. Yeah. But when the plays mattered to win that fucking game, Stafford didn't get it done. Nope. For all of the flaws that Jared Goff has, even this season, you know, when we were going through that losing streak and he was he was turning it over, he was either fumbling or or throwing interceptions and he was getting all that shit and everyone was saying, you know, we can't wait until Hendon Hooker comes in, who's the backup, the rookie that they drafted out of Tennessee. You know, for everything, you know, we heard some of those grumblings. I mean, Jared Goff made the plays that he needed to play on that fucking, what was second down and nine or something like that, or third down and nine to close the game out instead of running the football. What'd they do? They fucking threw the ball. Jared Goff throws a dart to Amon Ross St. Brown. Game over. That's it. And you know what? That's the thing. That's all we wanted from Stafford. Win one fucking playoff game, dude. In in beautiful moment. For all the, the shit that Jared Goff had to take, you know, congratulations to him and, and the rest of the team. But yeah, man, like that had to be a fucking hard thing to watch. The team that you just got traded from wins the goddamn Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, yeah, and going back to Stafford winning that uh, Super Bowl, it was not him winning a MVP for that year either. No, it was his goddamn no. receiver. So there you go. Fuck Stafford. Fuck him. I said the Lions needed to win a playoff game for me to even get remotely back on board with the support for this team. They have uh, exceeded that, and they won their division, too. Yeah, man. I'm back, baby. I'm fucking back, man. I am so proud of this fucking team, man. I am so fucking proud. You've already said these are not the same old Lions, man. This ain't the same Jared Goff either, man. I wasn't sure about Goff. I didn't trust this motherfucker. I totally do now. (laughs) I totally do now, man. He did for us what Matt Stafford could not do. Exactly. And, you know, for everyone saying he never had the offensive line, he never had the defense or blah, 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 blah. Ragnow and Decker are are two players that were on that team. Yep. And they still. Those are the only two offensive linemen that that stayed. And they did have some good offensive linemen. Mm -hmm. Lakin Tomlinson. Lakin Tomlinson, who plays for, I believe, Houston and is like considered one of the best left tackles in the fucking league. Oh, yeah. That was a draft pick for the Lions. So I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. You know what? Stafford did not get it done. You know, nope. Baker Mayfield had more fucking playoff wins than Stafford did. Oh, that's sad. For the longest time. And Mayfield's not half the quarterback that Stafford no, is. I'll agree. You know what? Stafford has all the talent in the world, but he's not a leader. You see it in the press conferences. You know, it's just something. It's this intangible thing that some of these quarterbacks have to lift a franchise mm-hmm. to be a generational talent. It's not a bad thing to say that Stafford wasn't a generational talent. He wasn't. We paid him like he was. Oh, my God. You know, God, he didn't turn down ever? that $250 million that we fucking paid him. Fuck no. And for him to not win a, a playoff game, that's all we wanted. Win a playoff game. You know what? Win a division. 
when you have a three-game division lead, don't fucking blow it at the end of the season and lose out the rest of the season or whatever. But fuck Stafford, and I don't want to talk about him. He's done. It's about this yeah. team. It's about these guys. A team that uh, had one of the worst run defenses in the league. I think they were ranked like in the bottom three. Now they're ranked top 10 in run defense. Right. Do they have some problems on defense, uh, you know, in the secondary? For sure. But like I said, you know, you take a hot Rams team that's coming in, scoring touchdowns, and they scored one touchdown. Yep. There you go. They played awesome. They fucking so played it's awesome. Different. It's different. It's totally different. Like, it, it doesn't feel like the same team. No. You know, they don't make excuses. If they get beat on one play, they come back down on the next play. They rectify. They do something. They get a turnover. They get a sack. They they get a hurry. Yep. They do something to redeem themselves, and they, we've just never seen that here. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome, man. It is. It is. And, and one of the things is, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, you know Baker Mayfield. He was the uh, the backup to Matthew Stafford last year for the Rams, right? And we all kind of knew this going in that Ford Field for that home playoff game would be electric and it would be nothing like anyone had ever seen before and those decibel levels jet engine decibel levels that's what i heard yeah motherfuckers those, was wilding yeah, out some of those rams players bakers befriended the few and they said i've never high school college pro never played in an environment that was so loud. Fucking loud as shit. You know, they blew two timeouts because they couldn't get the play in. <laughs> it changed the game. Screaming. It, it, it literally changed the game. Right. If they have another timeout, that conversion doesn't mean as much. Nope. 12s, man. Motherfucking 12s yeah. helping out, baby. Dude, we got 12s, 13s, 14s, and 15s. <laughs> we got all these motherfucking numbers, man. We got all numbers. All numbers. Yeah, we got all the motherfuckers, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, and, like, dude, everybody's excited. I mean, it's just, oh, man, like, it's just awesome. the embarrassment. It's yeah, awesome. like, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it was embarrassing being a Lions fan. Do you was. know that? You it go was. to other cities, you'd be like, Oh. You'd be for oh yeah, man, I'm from Detroit. They'd be like, Oh man, you're you a Lions fan? God, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Who's the fucking laughing stock? Yeah, it was, man. And it was it was just <laughs> Oh man. And it's just like this weight has been lifted and, and like we have another fucking home playoff game. Ooh. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. My goodness, Ron, I wish you could come home. <laughs> come yeah, back home yeah. and watch that shit but fine you stay in Grand Rapids and have your fun and shit god damn it hey I gave you my take on uh, the football gods being angered after that uh, loss to Dallas a few weeks ago that's right you heard my intro the Lions they're no stranger to being on the fucking complete ass end of controversial calls from bitch ass officials obviously I'm talking about the two point conversion play that was taken off the board here Rano you were with me, uh, and we did watch that game together. That might have been the greatest play in Lions fucking history right there. I'm serious, Dude, man. It was electrifying. We were talking about it before. We said, you know, if they score this fucking touchdown, they're going for it. D Dan Gamble is going for I it. I said, yeah. And, and we were saying it during the drive. And then when it all comes to fruition and you see that two-point conversion made, 
We were elated, dude. We were elated. Dude, that- I, I just, there's a few times <laughs> I can remember in my life being so excited about one single play, one single game. They shook up the world with that play, man. They fucking straight up shook up the world. Rano, I actually have your reaction to that play right here. Here, listen to this. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God! I can't believe they just did that. I can't fucking believe it. Yeah. Oh, it was so exciting, man. Yeah, you yeah, s- yeah. you sound like you're fucking being killed there, dude. For real, like. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe they just did that. I can't fucking believe it. I couldn't believe they just did that. Yeah, we did call it, man. I'm like, if they put this fucking ball in the end zone with a minute and a half oh, left, they're absolutely going for two. The goddamn refs would actually kill us fans right after that, though, and take legit points off the board, man. And uh, again, talking about them football gods. The football gods was upset, buddy. They was upset. Oh, shit. See, you can hear him right there. <laughs> them right there. They don't even like to be spoken about. Can't even talk yeah, about man. it, man. They're and upset, man. And they've got the Lions yeah. back, baby. They got the Lions back. Yeah, so, and you know, our conference rival, Green Bay, went in there and did us a fucking favor and kicked the shit out of the Cowboys. And now we have another home playoff game. And so this is what I'm saying, Scav. And I'm not saying that the Lions are going to win the Super Bowl. But this is one of those things that you see in some of those seasons. Somehow, some way, it just seems like all the ills of the regular season, they all get washed away. And all of a sudden, it just seems like a red carpet is just rolled out. And all they have to do is just walk that path. It's them football gods. And it's the football gods, man. It is. If you think about the Tom Brady Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, look at all the teams that had the injuries. They get a 7-9 and nine team in the first round, and then they get some other crappy teams that are injured. Same thing goes with the Rams. And Kansas City is Kansas City. They had fucking home field throughout the playoffs and and everything like that. And so it's like when you win a championship, there's a few teams, and it's very rare that you have to take the hardest road to win a Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, there's a few times where it's happened before. But for the most part, number one is, is you're healthy. You're the healthier team. Right. Number two, it's... Who wins, who loses, who you're matched up against. You know, you have the number one run defense, and that's basically you're facing a team that runs the ball well. However, that's the strength of your team. And they always say that styles make fights. It's kind of like that in football. It's a matchup thing. Right. And so, you know, you win those matchups. You get the healthier team. And all of a sudden, you know, I mean, the Lions can have a pretty easy path to the at least the NFC championship game. I think they could do it too. We beat Tampa Bay 20 to 6 earlier this season, missing parts of our offensive line, missing running backs. We were a little banged up when we played them and it was on the road. Right. And we smoked them. That is true. Rano, I'm going to say if the Lions ever had a shot to go all the way, to potentially go all the way, I think this is the season to do it, man. I think this is going to be the season to do it because I don't think they're going to have the same offensive coordinator next season. No, they won't. Yeah, it's going to be different. And they may not have the same defensive coordinator either. 
regardless, regardless of the talent on this team, man, right now, the stage, I think, is set for them. And uh, yeah, again, the football gods and the whole country, I think, are behind this team, man, especially after that fucking debacle in Dallas, man. Yeah, but, but uh, you know, the only thing I'll say is for, what, two or three games, we were just like, oh, you know, uh, Cinderella turned back into a pumpkin with the... Uh, <laughs> Or her uh, carriage turned back into a pumpkin. Right. And she's just a regular housekeeper oh, or whatever. Yeah. Lions uh, frog. The redheaded stepchild. You know, when San Francisco went through that little blip in the middle of the season. Yeah. And they were losing games. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, Brock Purdy just came back down to earth and all that. So, so you know, I mean, we don't know where we're going to get there. But like I said, that is a tough go. Kyle Shanahan is a hell of a coach. And, and uh you know, that San Francisco team is, you know, they're good in spite of Brock Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, that's the thing. That's the thing. But but this team, this team fights, you know, when they get knocked down, they get up off the mat and, and, and they keep going. The Rocky Balboa. God, man, I hope this is it for them, man. I hope this is their season. God damn it. I can feel it. Feel it's almost right there, man. <laughs> oh, no. dude, dude, despite the outcome of that Dallas game, like that was momentum for this team, and they fucking used it. They've been using it. They fired up now. City's fired up. Football yeah. gods, they ain't forgetting it. And they played nothing but awesome football since that game, I think, man. I think there's yeah, more, for sure. more to come. More to come from this they team. They have. They have. I do have my, uh, you know, like I said, I do have my hangups. And, and, you know, one of the things is, uh, you know, the Lions are kind of bad in the third quarter. Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, I've heard that. I've heard that. And, and there's times where Ben Johnson, it's like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> well, well, we don't want to think about that right now. We don't want to think about that. I'll say that, hey, as long as the Lions don't get totally blown out, I'm kind of fine with them even losing this next home playoff game. These guys have instilled the faith back into me that I never thought I'd see again, Ron. So I would be totally cool with it, man. I honestly... It feels no, good, man. I'm not. It feels good already, man. Feels good already. I'm not. Like, they should win this game. <laughs> They're favorite in this game. They're a better team. They should win this game. I would be disappointed if they lost this game. Still feels good anyways, man. It's reminiscent of 0-2 Red Wings and 0-4 Pistons vibes that we had here, man. It kind of feels like that. It kind of feels like that. Does, this Lions but, team. This it does, but wouldn't it stick in your craw? No. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I don't think so. No. The Lions, they do have me the most emotional, though. They do have me the most emotional because we've never seen the Lions even come close to winning oh, a big dude, game. You're we, not the only one. Right? I, we've seen every other Detroit team in our lives do it. Some teams we've seen win multiple times. Like, And we're lucky that way. We're actually lucky that way. But if the Detroit Lions win a fucking Super Bowl... I feel like I'll be able to level up as a person, <laughs> you know, haven't seen every sports <laughs> yeah. franchise in my city bring home a championship in my fucking lifetime, man. The whole city, the whole city. Yeah, you'll, you'll finally break through. Yeah, the whole city. It's about time for these Lions, man. It's about time, man. It is. I'd it love is. to see them win the whole fucking thing, because honestly, what else is there to lose at this point, man? But again, I'm proud of them either way. I'm proud of them either way. And I absolutely teared up. Like many other grown men in this city after that last game. I did, man. I did. I, I also have my reaction to the Lions ending their playoff drought. I've got that right here. Here, listen to this. Dude, I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, that guy's crying. I'm crying, too. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yup. Oh yeah. Crying like a bitch. <laughs> hey, I admit it freely. I admit yeah, it freely. Yeah, I have yeah. no shame. No shame. Yeah, you weren't the only one though, dude. I mean, did you see like there's like this dude and like he became like a meme? Basically, he's like ugly crying. <laughs> Like, ugly crying, his face is red, you know, I mean, you could just see the emotion. Yeah. Probably the and guy they cut to. come to find out, his dad had been a season ticket holder, probably since the last time the Lions did anything, you know, decent, and um, and his dad passed away a few years ago. Oh, God and so, damn, that's tough. And so, yeah, like. Jesus Christ. And so, <laughs> it, it just overwhelmed him. And and with that, <laughs> Rano, it overwhelmed all of us. It overwhelmed all of us. Yeah, dude. With that environment, with all those people there, with with just how loud it was oh. and the excitement and just just this electricity that is just running through the city and that is running through the state of Michigan. I'd like a dude, bitch. I can't believe it. <laughs> Oh, God, dude, that guy's crying. I'm crying, too. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Just look at the fucking road attendance that oh, you've seen. Fuck. Lions fans have taken over other stadiums, dude, in this country, not just our home stadium. Some of those stadiums sound like fucking home games for the oh, Lions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tampa Bay being one of them. And uh, it's so, yeah, man, like, it, it's, it, it's... It's got everyone. It's got everyone excited. It's got everyone emotional. It's, uh, you know, it's contagious at oh, this yeah. point. Oh, God. Rano, I, I feel you. I feel yeah, you, man. man. Dude, I haven't been that happy in a long time, dude. I really haven't, man. Because, like you said, I honestly, yeah, I don't believe this is just for me, man. It, this is for everybody, Rano. This shit's for everybody. And I became fucking Charles Xavier and I fucking connected with every fucking other damaged <laughs> mutant yeah. Detroit Lions fan in that moment. And I, yeah, I just couldn't fucking contain myself. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah. And did you see that video of Hutchinson like in the end zone talking about like, uh, like there was a, like he was talking about this play or whatever. And he was like, let's do it for the city. We got to fucking stop him. And he was like, this is for the fucking city. Oh my God. Like, these fucking people deserve this shit. Oh we deserve this shit. Oh like, my god! No, yeah, my god. dude, yeah. like awesome. I was a little bit skeptical when they uh, uh, drafted Hutch, but dude, he he's lived up to the billy, and right. uh, and he has. He, he's an emotional leader. He he plays hard and everything like that. But just watching him. You know, because he's from this area. He is. Went to the shitty University of Michigan. He went to the same high school that my <laughs> ex-girlfriend went to, too, man. He went to a nice school. <laughs> nice family here. Play, play for the fucking awful Wolverines. Oof. Yeah, those uh, cheaters. But but I, I forgive him. <laughs> and uh, and then and then you know he said, no, this is the team I want to go to. I want to go to the Lions. I, I don't want to go to anywhere else. I want to go here. I want to play in my hometown. And uh, you know what? He's, you know, look at his sack numbers. He doesn't do everything right, but he's the right guy. Dude, that is the epitome of this team. They may not be the best at their position, but they're the right people for their position. I agree. And they're the right people for this team. Let Sheila and Brad cook, motherfuckers. Let them cook. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. I'm gobbling and, and so, it up. So, yeah. And, you know, 
and I don't know if you've been watching and keeping up on social media or whatever, but you know, uh, you know, we're keeping our, our receipts and people are posting videos of, uh, Dan Campbell coming out, talking about biting kneecaps oh, and yeah. Colin Cowherd laughing at him. And it just epitomizes the, you know, just how we felt, how we felt. Oh God, we're the fucking laughing stock again. Did they get this right? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. We, we come out in that first season What we win like three games. We start out the next season, what? One in 10, something like that. And then yeah. we went on a, and then we won the rest of the games. Yeah. And then there was high expectations, and they they fulfilled the, those expectations, and they exceeded those expectations this year. And uh, I, I, you know, you just can't say enough. I'm proud of this fucking team, man. I'm proud of this team. I'm happy for the fucking people that live here, man. I'm so fucking happy for us, man. We don't have a lot to be proud of in this fucking state, man. We don't. <laughs> That's the fucking, not true. The weather. The weather sucks dick. It's fucking terrible weather here. We got a governor who makes us fucking live in a dictatorship, man. Fucking Oh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Hey, by the way, <laughs> how big of a fucking cunt is Kelly Stafford, by the way? Matt Stafford's wife. Oh, oh okay. I thought you were talking about the governor. I was like, dude, you realize weed is legal here, dumbass. I was joking. I'm, <laughs> I'm segueing to Staff's wife for a sec. Yeah. Yeah, what an insufferable fucking cunt that woman is. Fucking yuck. Yuck. Can she go the fuck away, please? Jesus. I want both of them to go away. <laughs> I know where you're, you're, you're going at. The fans booed Stafford, but she insinuated on her podcast that the fans booed, like, basically their two daughters or something like that, their kids, which... They went back and posted the video evidence and nobody booed her fucking kids. It's not Chicago and it's not Philly. So go fuck yourself. And then that hit on Tyler Higby that, uh, well, who was it? Kirby Joseph. Yeah. The guy ends up tearing his ACL. Right. Unfortunately, Stafford says, you know, good play, but that's a fucking dirty hit. And it's on film, and, and and basically he insinuated, you're a dirty fucking oh, player. He can suck a dick. Staff can suck yeah. a fucking dick. Him and his fucking bitch wife. And then you saw the same thing. The Rams defender hit Laporta. It's the same tackle. Oh, yeah. He hit him low. Oh, yeah. And and so, you know what? Like, Dude, fuck that bitch. I don't know. And he was, like, really dejected. Like, Stafford was, like, really dejected at the... Uh, press conference and he was just like well i'm just happy for the players oh Blah. god he can and it was just like yeah i was really smug and you know what um it was a big fuck you to all those detroit rams fans which are fucking morons anyways and i, I did seriously like if you were rooting for stafford to win a super bowl fuck you facts um i will take that to the fucking grave facts uh yeah fuck you facts, Emily. like why the fuck would no other team does that shit but we do yeah, because we're fucking losers, and, and we've just been a, a, a giant embarrassment. And uh, you know what? Not anymore. Not anymore. No. Goff, go win a goddamn Super Bowl. He can do it. He can do it. Stafford, he'd shut the fuck up. His whore wife can shut the fuck up. That stuck-up bitch. Stuck-up blonde bitches. They get fucking kidnapped all the time in this fucking country, yet she's still fucking walking around running her stupid-ass fucking mouth. Well, I'm not going to go that far, but... Where the fuck y'all at, sex traffickers? Come on, man. Jesus Christ. Can we get this bitch off the fucking streets? I hate women like this, Ron. I hate women like this. Oh, I hate to use the word hate. 
Anyways, I digress. Fuck it. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but I understand that she wants to defend, you know, her and her family and stuff like that. And I think I seriously think they were surprised in their defense. They were surprised. I know they were surprised because all of the love and the support that they received two years ago when he won that Super Bowl. And it was a lot of it was from Detroit. He can suck a dick. And here it was. And and really the, the whole thing stemmed from the argument is like everyone's saying, oh, Stafford doesn't have the talent here. He's never had the talent here. And basically they were just saying, I told you so. And that's all that that was about. It wasn't about anything else. Exactly. exactly. And for them to get booed, it, it was rightfully so. You don't play here anymore. No. And you know what? And, and he got exactly what he wanted. And he, he conspired with uh, Sean McVay on a Cabo trip to, to leave Detroit. And then what happened? Brad Holmes gave him exactly what he wanted. You can go to this team. We'll grant you that. You know what? We could have got a better deal from Carolina. Carolina was willing to give up more draft picks, more capital. But Brad Holmes is that dude. What does he do? Draft Sam Laporta and, and uh, Jameer Gibbs in the first round. Oh, yeah. He's and those it. are like two of the biggest players that we have right now. He's so killing it. We can't be angry about any of that. And, mm-hmm. and you know what? It's time to, to, you know, wash all that shit away and just move forward. It's over now. Moving forward. It's over. We got our head-to-head win, and it's over. And we're doing it. And it it was a meaningful game. We're doing it, man. We're doing it. I never thought I'd be emotional about football ever again. But God damn it, man. The game, for me, it's just too fucking powerful to be denied, man. It's too powerful. And this state, man, as much as I talk shit about it, man, the fucking people that live here, man, they're important to me. They're fucking important to me, man. It's, It's not just this team, all right? It's everybody here. Yeah. Everybody here got me fucked up. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing is, Scav, uh, you know, how many years have we just been waiting? I mean, we're, there was a person at the game that saw the last championship and he's still alive. And he's what? He's what? In his late 80s, 90s, something like that. Yeah. Fuck. It's got to be a dinosaur. Yeah, dude. And it's like, it's shit like that. And then just <laughs> think about all the people who didn't make it. Like yeah. all the people who thought that they would see a uh, playoff run or you know something like that and, and it just doesn't happen like that all the time and and like i said this team for years they went 0 16 they didn't win one fucking game that was painful the picked up flag in dallas oh god we've seen it all the meltdown in seattle <laughs> oh god we've seen everything they have made rules about how they fuck this team Calvin Johnson. They've named rules after them butt-fucking us for years, man. Oh, God. We've seen it all. We've heard it all. Barry retiring early. I I can't do it anymore. Calvin retiring early. Stafford leaving. Stafford saying, you know what? Get me the fuck out of here. And then for us to, what, win three games that season and see him win a Super Bowl? Dude, I'm telling you, you know, I don't care who you are. Dude, that had to hurt. I don't care how big of a fan you are of Stafford. If you bleed Honolulu blue and silver, that had to sting. Oh, it did. It did. Especially winning three games or whatever. So people can say all they want about that whole Rams game or whatever, but this is our time, and uh, everyone should be excited. The people that are going to the game, I hope they're just as wild 
They're making all that noise. I know if I spent, uh, you know, uh, $7,000. We got the most expensive playoff tickets, too. I, I know if that was me. I'd have to have vocal surgery uh, oh, yeah. after I left that place. I'm going to rip my own vocal cords out and throw them on the field. I'm paying seven G's. To- so, yeah, man, uh, it's going to be it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exhilarating, well, you know, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. But God damn it. Oof. This has to be a win. I would be deflated. I would be, uh, you know, I'm telling you, man, I'll, I'll be butthurt. <laughs> if they lose that game, uh, but it's not going to happen. They got the right players. James Houston is coming back. The other uh, pass rusher that we use. Right. And uh, and the, the Lions are healthy this time. We've, we've got uh, the players that we need to go, and uh, I think they can do it. I think they will do it. I think they can too, man. I think they can too. Onward and upward from here on out, man. Onward That's and right. upward. The football gods are on our side. Lions are about to go all the way, man. And this shit, this shit right here, it's for y'all, Detroit. It's for y'all. So fucking enjoy it. Because, uh, God damn it, y'all deserve it. Y'all yeah, deserve and, it. Uh, and it doesn't always last forever, so enjoy it. And there it is, man. I'd say that's about a podcast right there, Rano. Fucking go Lions. Absolutely. Go Lions. Jesus Christ almighty. Can't even believe we're doing this. Oof. Forward down the field. My name is Scav D. And I'm Rhino. And this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. Have a good night. Have a good morning. Everybody, have a good weekend. Watching some fucking playoffs, baby. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Whenever you're listening, we're glad that you are listening. Thank you very, very much. Good day. Say go fucking lions, Rano. Go fucking lions, Rano. Yeah.